0: The best draft website in the entire world. It's called DraftExpress.com. His name's Jonathan Gavoni, and he joins me now on the VL2 Networks hotline. Jonathan, what's up, man?
1: Doing great, Gary. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. You tell me, should Memphians be excited about the Tony Roten pick or uh, disturbed?
1: Uh, I would be indifferent yeah. if I was a Memphis fan. You know, the 25 pick. I don't think you're going to really change the the future of your franchise. I think Tony has a chance to be a solid player. He's got a long ways to go. It's probably going to be two or three years before we can really say if this is a good pick or not. A lot of it is going to come down to Tony, how, how he takes this.
0: We always talk about, um, you know, guys, uh, point guards and their assist-to-turnover ratio. And we say, you know, his assist-to-turnover ratio isn't that great. This dude's assist-to-turnover ratio is actually backwards. He had more turnovers uh, than assists. Uh, how is he going to get on the court at all next year, or will he just not? Is this a developmental thing?
1: I would be surprised if he, if he played a big role, knowing the way that that Memphis likes to play. Um, right away, he's going to he's going to have a problem. But um, I, and this is, this is a long term pick. I sure. think that they're, that they're going to try and develop him, uh, maybe send him down to the D League for for a while, and and hopefully they can work with him on a shooting. But, um, yeah, he's got a ways to go. But he's very talented. I don't want to completely rip this guy. He has a great size. He's got long arms. He's got a great frame. He's an athlete. He gets to the basket whenever he wants. I think he got to the free throw line more than any other guard in this draft on a permanent basis, and that's impressive. He's got great instincts for basketball. He just is very, very young. He's 19 years old, and he needs to hone his uh, you know, his all-around game.
0: Talking to Jonathan Voney here from draftexpress.com. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Draft Express. Um, when you hear the Grizzlies talk about Road, they don't try to sell him as a point guard, it's certainly not one immediately, because they acknowledged last night they still got to, in free agency, get uh, some backup point guard. Uh, Help, But the one thing they do talk about is his ability to guard. Uh, is it possible that this could be similar? And I know Iman Shumpert was a little older. He think he did three or four years in college. Uh, but when the Knicks took him last year, there were people like, whoa. And he turns out that with his size and quickness, he was able to guard on the perimeter and become a – uh, a, a useful player uh, for a playoff uh, team. Is it possible that Tony Roten's got, and I'm not comparing them as players, but in terms that they're both six-five and somewhat athletic, that Tony Roten could develop into a guy who could become, I don't want to overstate it, an elite uh, defender, but uh, somebody who can make a difference guarding on the perimeter?
1: I think so. I mean, I think, again, that's going to take time. It's not something that's going to come right away because he was by no means a great defender or even a good defender. As a freshman in Washington, but he does have the tools to get there down the road if he really commits himself. Uh, he just has very bad habits. You know, he was a, a, an AAU superstar from age 12. Everybody told him how great he was, and he really was great. I saw him the first time when he was 15, and I swore I thought I thought I was looking at LeBron James. Right. Um, he, so he, he bought into that a little bit too much, I think. Um, and defense was not one of the things they stressed when you're an AAU superstar. So it's going to take him some time to get there. But if he commits to it, I think he, he could be really good on that end of the floor.
0: One of uh, – there were a lot of frontcourt players that, that fell, uh, maybe not huge surprises, but fell further than a lot of people thought they would fall. One of them who was actually on the board when the Grizzlies picked uh, was, was Perry Jones. Uh, what's your opinion of Perry Jones? Were you surprised that he fell as far as he did?
1: I was a little bit surprised. It wasn't just because of the concerns about, you know, the lack of productivity and, and how passive he can be and his lack of toughness and all that. I think also there was a, a some serious concerns about um, uh, his knee was red flag. I determined there's some particles floating around in his knee and, which may or may not require an ACL surgery, which could take him out for the entire year. So that combined with, you know, the serious question marks about his position and all of that, I think really, really dampered his stock. I was never a huge fan um but uh you know at 28 i mean you really can't go wrong i mean oklahoma city if anybody can develop this guy it's oklahoma city and hopefully he takes this you know this this slap in the face you know dropping so far the right way and because his talent is very very high i think he can be very good um you know if he takes this the right way listen
0: there's nothing cool about for your entire life being projected as a top 10 pick and then falling to 28 but on some level uh, I guess I could envision a scenario where it's better for him. For the first time in his life, a kid who admits he doesn't like being the guy all the time will now have to just be just listen. Go to Oklahoma City, fit in, be surrounded by win- young winners, and, and try to just get on board with them. is in in a in a weird way, could this be a beneficial for Perry Jones's career?
1: Yeah, I mean it's sink or swim time for this kid. Yeah, if, if he doesn't come around they'll have no qualms whatsoever about cutting him and sending him to the D league you know he'll be off to europe so if he wants to make a professional career for himself he needs to wake up and really look himself in the mirror, which I don't think he's actually done. You know, I went to him at the NBA combine. We were doing interviews. I asked him, what kind of rebounder are you, Perry Joe? And he looked at me and said, what kind of question is that? That's ridiculous. Like, it never occurred to him that anybody would question why a 6'11 freak athlete would only average five rebounds a game. Right. So I think if these guys in Oklahoma City know what they're doing, and I really think that they're going to they're work with him, and, um, and I'm very curious to see how it turns out.
0: The only thing we knew for sure about last night's draft was that Anthony Davis would go number one. He did. How good is he going to be?
1: Anthony Davis is going to be great. Uh, I think he's in a good situation in New Orleans, too. Not having to carry that offense uh, right off the bat. Having a guy like Eric Gordon next to him and also Austin Rivers. Uh, I, defensively he's going to be a stud from day one offensively he's somewhat of a work in progress but he's got great instincts he's got great fundamentals He's got great tools so i think he'll improve on that end too i mean that's a home run pick and you have to be really excited if you're a your new orleans fan uh
0: the second pick overall was his teammate michael Kid gilchrist were you uh on board with that what kind of player is michael Kid gilchrist at the next level I was
1: on board with it. I'm a huge Michael Kidd-Gilchrist oh. fan, so I didn't really have an issue with it. I thought that Charlotte, being the worst offensive team in the NBA, might try to go with a guy who was a little bit uh, more of a scorer than Kidd-Gilchrist. But um, I think he's going to be a really good NBA player. Uh, I don't think he's going to sell all of Charlotte's problems. They, they still have a long ways to go. But it's a really nice piece stats your franchise.
0: Uh, how, ultimately, when we look at this in five years, Anthony Davis, I think everybody would answer right now, is going to be the best prospect from this draft. Who would you say, five years from now, we look back, second best prospect from this draft?
1: I think Andre Drummond. Even though he got drafted ninth, I think he went to the perfect situation. He is physically even more talented than Anthony Davis. Uh, and I think being next to Greg Monroe is outstanding for him, where he just doesn't have to focus so much on offense. He's not a great offensive player, but he can be like a Dwight Howard-type presence on defense if he really lives up to his potential, which I think he will now being in Detroit. Again, it's the same type of thing as Perry Jones. People tell you you're going to be the number one pick your whole life. You go ninth, it's a flop in the face. There's no way around that.
0: Uh, what about Jared Selinger? Last night, he obviously slips farther than... Um, anybody would have ever thought at the end of the season now I know the back problem has come up and so uh, actually on draft day it wasn't much of a surprise but ultimately uh, with the Celtics is this going to look like a a, a smart pick or is it going to be one where they reach for a guy who is uh, probably undersized a little first position and uh, has been red flagged medically
1: I think that's going to be a huge steal for Boston I mean there's no way around the fact that at 21 you have nothing to lose your chances of getting a and a, a solid NBA player at that spot, you know, it's very small, historically. So uh, I think you get take a guy like Jared Salinger, I mean, he, he could be an all-star. Um, and the back stuff, yeah, I mean, that's a concern, but how many guys that were red flagged, you know, end up really having long-term issues? It seems like more of them don't have any issues than guys that weren't red flagged and end up, you know, missing their whole career like like Greg Oden. You know, people said he was 100%. There was no issues there. He's the number one pick. So I think Jared Sonier is going to be great. I'd be very excited if I was a Boston fan.
0: Uh, Will Barton, University of Memphis product, drafted by the Blazers. Is he on that roster next year? And if so, what kind of impact can he make, if any at all?
1: Um I, I think he'll be on the roster for a couple years I think he's gonna have to kick scrap his way you know um, into into playing time and sticking on there. But I mean he's a tough kid and uh, I think he's got potential. so probably that wasn't what he envisioned when he declared for the draft, but you know that sometimes that's the way the, the ball rolls. So um I think he'll be okay.
0: And uh, never too early to look ahead to next year. In your opinion, if you had to pick right now, 2013 NBA draft, who's the number one overall pick?
1: I'm going with Shabazz Muhammad. Uh, That guy is a scoring machine. He's uh, a phenomenal defender. He's a very, very intense kid. He's 6'6". He's he's athletic. Um, Can't go wrong with that, in my opinion.
0: That's Jonathan Gavoni from DraftExpress.com. Go read his stuff at DraftExpress.com. Go follow him on Twitter at DraftExpress. Again, it's the uh, it's the best draft website there is uh, going. A guy who does his work. He's not just sitting in his room putting names on into a computer. He goes and sees these kids. He travels the world, and uh, you can benefit from it. You go read his stuff. Jonathan, thanks so much for carving out a few minutes, man. Great work on the draft, and I'll catch up with you soon.
1: Thanks for having me, Gary. All right, buddy,
0: Jonathan Gavoni.